This is the Muse and Mary Lee, my podcast where I share personal memories and musings inspired by movies, TV, books, and art in my life. Hello, Mary Lee here. This week's Muse is actually an episode of another podcast. A couple of days ago, as I prepared to head out on my early morning walk, I was scrolling through Oprah's podcast, Super Soul Conversations, looking for an uplifting listen to start my day. And I saw an episode titled, Aging Well. (laughs) Well, good timing. You see, my birthday is this coming week. Now, in the past, I've always looked forward to my birthdays. As a kid, we'd get to pick our birthday dinner, and since mine was in the summer, I'd ask for a cookout in the backyard. Daddy would grill brats until they split just the way I liked them, and with horseradish mustard. And he'd make a ton of my all-time favorite dish, knipfli, a German dish, though I've seen various versions of it online, For us, it is flour dumplings mixed with two grated cheeses and grilled onions and pepper sprinkled on top. Oh, yum. And in high school, I had epic slumber parties. In my 20s and 30s, it was partying with friends every weekend in July. My older brother used to laugh when July would roll around. Oh, get ready for Mary Lee's MTV month-long birthday celebration getaway. And he was right. My birthday was rarely a one-day occasion. Perhaps it is the Leo in me. There were some years where, even though I knew there'd be fun festivities, the number perhaps felt a bit daunting. When I was turning 30, I wasn't married. I had no children and was in a job that I felt was going nowhere, though I wasn't sure where it was I wanted to go. Most of my friends, it seemed, were married or getting married, having babies. But what I really envied, they were building careers. They seemed to know what they wanted to be doing and were on the way or doing it already. Turning 30 was supposed to be a milestone birthday and I felt as though I was way behind. I was lost. A few weeks after my 30th birthday, I got an interview to be a flight attendant, a lifelong dream. That fall, I went into training and became a flight attendant for an airline called ATA. And for the next years, I traveled to amazing parts of the world, met some fascinating people and I made great friends, some who I'm still in touch with. And I celebrated my birthdays in wonderful places like Hawaii, Portugal, Ireland. Nothing like a chilled pint of cider in a pub in Ireland with your crew and the locals singing happy birthday to you. As sad as I'd been going into that birthday, things turned out pretty well. This birthday, though, this one, I'll say it, my 56th, 
feels so hard. It's just a number, my sweetheart will say to me, seeing the not-so-in-the-party mood on my face as he chats about making plans to celebrate. <laughs> well, nice try, French fry, but what do you know about being an aging woman? He has good intentions, and he is right. 56 is a number, but it's the number after 55. And last year, a year ago, when I turned 55, I sat in my cute Hollywood apartment, a bit worried how I was going to pay rent since I'd had trouble finding steady work. And getting gigs doing background acting was really inconsistent. I told myself that by the time 56 rolled around, I would be further along in my career path and have established myself as a director, writer, and or an actor. An even bigger lifelong dream. I said I would be in a situation where I could comfortably afford the rent. And if I wanted to go out for dinner with some friends, I could go and enjoy myself and sometimes order what I felt like, as opposed to immediately looking on the menu for the least expensive pescatarian options, which usually are sides of vegetables. And I said, by the time my next birthday comes, I'm going to have completed my writing my one-woman show. Well, let me break it down for you. Though I worked on several projects in L.A., I've yet to figure out my niche to find a job to support myself. It's tough enough in your 20s, at any age, but a woman looking for work in her 50s, in L.A., in Hollywood, a huge challenge. With no income and fear of uprising in Hollywood as situations would worsen during this pandemic, I left my first floor apartment where I began to feel extremely vulnerable and drove to Colorado for the time being. I'm extremely grateful to have my sweetheart to stay with and to be able to see dear friends here, even if from a six foot distance. However, Sometimes I feel like I'm moving backward. And sadly, my one-woman show is far from completed. Now, a few times since I've been back in Colorado, I've said, okay, I don't have a day job. I have the time. I don't have to fret about a huge monthly rent payment. Now I'm going to sit every day and write. And though the past 10 days I've been diligent, for the most part, I've been here since April, and I've not always applied myself. Procrastinating makes no sense, because when I sit down and push myself to write and to be developing my script, sure, it takes a lot of emotion to pour things out of me onto the page, it's a very personal piece, but it always feels good when I can say, today I showed up. I honored my creative self. I honored 
my story. Now, as my birthday approaches, I'll think, why bother? If it hasn't happened for me yet, am I too old? I've told myself turning 56 will be less difficult if you keep digging away at your work. Get it out of you. Once you get this script in hand, you won't even notice the number. You won't even think about your age. Turn up every day and type whatever comes out. And some days it helps. And some days I'll think, because I'm older, anything I create is expected to be even more perfect. Talk about pressure. No one has said this to me. I tell myself that as an excuse to get distracted and go get the mail or do any other menial task that could be done any other time. This is why I had hope for great words of encouragement when I clicked on the Aging Well episode where Oprah interviewed aging actresses and models. I was certain Jamie Lee Curtis would have some incredible soundbite that would ring so true. I'd come home, I'd write it down, I'd read it whenever I needed to, and I'd start typing so much. I would have to be brought my meals. I wouldn't be able to tear myself away. However, instead of uplifting, I felt discouraged. I'm looking for something to help me feel better and empowered. Instead, I am listening to Sybil Shepherd, who admits her looks opened her door opened doors for her when she was young, and then had a moment when she realized guys were eyeing her daughters and no longer longer checking her out. I don't even have kids to check out. I'm hearing from women who have had full-fledged careers. Allie McGraw, one of my favorites, sharing about the time she realized she was no longer the it girl. I think aging would be a bit easier if at some point in my life I had been the it girl. Not that she doesn't have problems. These women are very comfortable financially. They've had these big careers and are partially or completely retired from the industry I'm still trying to get a real start in. Oprah, she shares that when she was young, she felt early on she was never going to be able to make it on her looks. She was a young teenager before anyone told her she was pretty. So she knew then she'd need to work at developing other parts of herself. Well, as I listened, I couldn't help but feel What about the women who are aging and have yet to be, if ever, an it girl in whatever they are pursuing? Why not interview my friend who is in her 50s and once upon a time had a great job as a marketer for a high-end salon and a beautiful house and is now sleeping on her sister's couch? She gets up, she hikes every day, and she's a nutritional coach for people who need that type of assistance and that type of health advice. And another friend who is 70 
and writing a television series with no idea, as all of us creatives creating projects, wondering, will it ever see the light of day? Well, who knows? But she's still creating. She's still writing. She's showing up. We have lived lived 50-something years somewhere between supermodel and a woman who decided early on not to rely on her looks. What about me, Oprah? Why not interview me? I can't say, look at these great kids I raised. Or, wow, I have had such success in my career. I might be done. And I doubt I'm alone. If children are not... What about those of us who are really, really trying to do the work, but our hips hurt with age? Those of us who don't have residual checks coming in and have no idea how we are going to make ends meet, and heaven help us as medical issues might arise. What about those of us women in our 50s and older who aren't ready to retire because we have intentions, goals that have barely reached the surface. It can be so tough, so challenging, when the world often puts you in this nebular existence. And all you want to do is soar, but you can barely, barely keep your head above the clouds. And what about filling out forms? And they want to know your age. 20 to 29, check here. 30 to 39, check here. 40 to 49, check here. 50 plus. 50 and up, check here. You are now 50 or older, and you aren't even a number anymore. I realize Oprah didn't say to these women, who I do genuinely respect and appreciate, we are doing an episode called... What will help Mary Lee as she is turning 56? Though I wouldn't have minded it. <laughs> the interviews are about how aging on the outside has affected them. And they all primarily come back to, it's what's inside that counts. And I understand, though it would be encouraging, it is not on Oprah to have the answers for every issue for every per person. Some things we have to do on our own. Maybe I'll do a show about women like me, past 50, who know they have so much in their lives to still see come to fruition they can hardly stand it some days and some birthdays. And as they are doing the work, finding the courage, and they're hoping, praying the universe will help bring it to realization and bring out the inside of them that counts, <laughs> well, maybe we can help each other. I'll call the show 50 and Up, Who Wants to Be My First Guest? With my birthday pending, I do thank Oprah, Sybil, Beverly, Allie, Bo, and Jamie Lee for their insightful words. And as for myself, I'm going to take a deep breath Instead of making promises like I did last year about where I'd be in 365 days, when there really is no telling, I can empower myself 
and promise I am going to show up each individual day for my one-woman show I am developing. Because the ultimate lifelong dream is to be making good choices every day for a fulfilling life. I've got to go. I have a month-long birthday celebration to catch up on. (laughs) Maybe I'll even dig up Daddy's recipe for Knipley. It's 56, here I come. Happy birthday to me. Thanks for tuning in. I really appreciate you taking the time to listen. And if today's show has stirred up something meaningful to you, I'd love to hear from you. Till next time, The Muse and Mary Lee.